0: I'm going to be over the top. Say hello to the easiest way to find interested
1: and qualified candidates. Dude, you need to tone it down. I was just napping. Uh, You mean Uncommon's automated sourcing that turns passive candidates into interested and qualified applications?
0: Yep. Uncommon automation helps recruiters cut their sourcing time by 75%.
1: Well, how much coffee did you have today? A lot. Anyway, dude, 75%. That sounds like black magic or something.
0: Close. It's called automation. It's simple, actually. You just feed or post your jobs into Uncommon. The platform identifies your job requirements. And in seconds, Uncommon uses those requirements to search over 150 million candidate profiles. And then it pulls back only the qualified candidates.
1: And don't forget, you can connect your email and Uncommon will provide automated outreach with your customized messages to activate those passive candidates, those pesky passive candidates. Even better, I'm
0: gonna one-up you. Uncommon shows exactly how the candidate meets all the job requirements with a side-by-side comparison view against the job requirements.
1: Which means you won't be asking yourself, What in the hell is this candidate doing here? No, but you will be asking yourself, where has Uncommon been all my life? Seriously? Uncommon is the easiest way to find qualified candidates, active or passive.
0: Visit Uncommon.co and use discount code ChadCheese for 20% off. Uncommon.co
1: Let's get ready to rumble. Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to the Chad and Cheese podcast. I'm Joel Cheeseman. And I'm Chad Soash. On today's show, we're talking to George LaRock. Yes. George, say hello and tell us a little bit about yourself before we rip into you.
2: Hey, guys. Well, <laughs> uh, I think it's good to be here. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm George LaRock. I'm the uh, analyst. I publish everything over at HR Wins and uh, cover the HR technology marketplace uh pretty much full spectrum
1: thanks for being here george now you're here for a specific reason on last week's show uh chad and i specifically chad uh had had some issues with your recent survey so before we get into the issues defend your survey tell tell us what you did why you did it some of the findings that you had and then we'll we'll just discuss it like gentlemen.
0: Well, no, 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 no. Before we go there, I would like to specifically thank George for coming on the show to have balls enough to come on the show. In most cases, what happens? You hear a little whiny bullshit here and there, and then nobody ever comes on the show or silence. They're hiding in the fetal position like fucking art from uh, the CEO of Dice, right? So, George. <laughs> George says, fuck that. I'm going to go smack those guys in the face. And that's what I'm talking about.
1: Big balls, George. Thanks for all that. Now let's get it on.
2: Is this where you play the outro? Because I'm um, that that all sounds good to me. Let's just, <laughs> let's just end it right there. That's good.
0: Not getting off that easy, George. Asshole. <laughs>
2: uh, nice. So uh, yeah. So the the way this came about, it, it's independent work. There's no sponsor, n- no clients in the work, and that that's important to say right up front. And and what was happening is uh, I was hearing some things a lot, which uh, I saw that the last straw was when a vendor sent something out and it's said, 73% of job searches start on Google. And I went, really? Is that is that a thing? Is that real? Is that real? 73? Did he source it at all? Uh, no, okay. of course okay. not. Of course not. And But but there is this, I'm not saying everybody thinks 73% of, of job searches start on Google. Um, and I have a lot of respect for Google and, and what they're doing in the industry right now. But I was just, you know, looking at it and saying, I'm not sure that Google at this point has had that kind of impact on where people start or what people are using. Uh, So I wanted to test it. So I I put together a really simple survey and I asked, you know, what do you use? Where do you start? What gave you uh, the most relevant results and the most irrelevant results. And here's the thing uh, I was very thoughtful at, with all of my surveys around um, the kind of sample that I use. Now it's independent work, which means I paid for it. So would I have liked to have had a bigger sample size? Of course. And a lot of my work has a bigger sample size. They, it also has a sponsor or an underwriter. But in this case, um, statistically speaking, I'm far above the minimum sample size. To shine a light on this topic, and that's really what I'm doing. I'm not. I'm, this isn't a verdict. I'm shining a light on this issue and saying, let's 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 talk about this, and and so. It's a provocative headline. Yes. And that's to get Shame. you to read it.
1: When it got us to talk about it. You paid a company to do the survey. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, in
2: this case, in this case, well, I wrote the survey. And in this case, I used uh, SurveyMonkey's audience product. Uh, okay. um, so I I paid for the panel uh, and I set up the demographic as to, you know, 18 to 60, 18 years old to 65 years old, uh, 65 mm-hmm. years old, which is generally considered the working, you know, a, a Pages. Um, I we throttled it against census data, so I have, you know, geographically and generationally what looks like the US market in in that age group. Uh, And then in order to, uh, the screening question is, have you conducted a online job search in the last 12 months? And so, uh, all of the responses are complete, meaning the 540 answered all of the questions and they all conducted a, a search in the last 12 months.
1: Do you know how many went out before you got to that Five hundred or so?
2: Yeah, I want to say it was like eight hundred. So There's just under eight hundred or just over. About so a 800.
1: blast of eight hundred, over half of those folks have done a job search in the last twelve months.
2: In this case, yeah. Okay. Yep.
1: That's that's yep. a hell of a target by SurveyMonkey. My
0: big question was, I didn't really have a problem with survey size from the standpoint of, my big problem was analytics platforms are everywhere real data is everywhere. Why are we surveying stupid fucking
1: humans? By the way, George, are you done talking about the survey? Because I wanted to give you I wanted to give you like a full platform to go through the whole thing. If you're done, we can we can go at it, but I want to make sure you you feel like you've had time to talk about
2: it. I'm starting to understand who the good cop is and who the bad cop is on this. <laughs> so I appreciate that. I appreciate that Joel. So just to reinforce my point I'm not sure if you got past the headline and the charts but if you got down to the analyst insights yes I just, the, the 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 first sentence is for employers these data points shouldn't cause a knee jerk reaction on your ad spend but they're going to and i talk but about George, what they should be looking they're at they're going no, they... to
0: be, i mean they're they're humans anyway so we so my big question is and i totally get it and and it's like it's like having the, the the attorney you know sentence that's in there you know you can't sue me because i said this at the end of the day i totally get it <laughs> but this is a survey i mean come on man there are plenty of people that you can tap into who have aggregate data so source data. I mean, I can call probably four or five right now and start talking about putting together an awesome survey that is backed by data, not by stupid humans.
2: Well, we can disagree on whether surveys are valuable or not, but that, uh, you know, sharing that aggregate data and publishing it uh, is, not as, uh, is not as easy as, as that. Like, that sounds good. Uh, and I certainly uh, have clients and you know and there are vendors that that, that aren't clients that are happy to share a view to their data now. Will they let me go uh, publish that data? Uh, not usually. But I. But I'm. I would say this. Um, I think you don't like the answer of, that I gave, which is generally that it indeed didn't wasn't impacted as as greatly as we thought it was. That's generally what this survey says. Now there was also the talent board just put out in. Uh, th- they saw this and they saw you guys beat up on me or heard you beat up on me. And they said hey. <laughs> they said hey George. We've got like a hundred thousand folks who just, you know, answered what are they using in their job search. Uh-huh. It looks a lot like my chart and it looks in fact it's worse for Google because they lump Google in with other search engines, right? And they're further down on the list. So so I think it it what this says is that. Yeah, they've had an impact. They can have a much bigger impact. Of, uh, I'd love a bigger sample size, but I think we all kind of know. Like, if you do anecdotally, if you go ask everybody that you bump into for the next month that's that's conducting a job search, uh, whether just ask whether they use Google or not. They're going to say, I, I almost, I bet most of them will say, I didn't even know Google did that. I didn't know Google had a jobs interface. It's, people are unaware of it. They haven't. They haven't marketed it. Yeah. To the Aside
1: from that Super Bowl ad they just ran <laughs> for veterans, <laughs> that's that's a good point. That's so a good point. That might change. You yeah, could,
0: yeah. I did. I would say on the veteran side, it, it was good.
1: it was it was a good start to roll into it, right? Uh, but how many families have a veteran yeah. in the yeah. family? I think it was. I thought it was a pretty genius marketing move because you look like you care about veterans, and they, I'm sure they do. But people who watched it. Like wow, they have something cool for vets. I bet I can do a search on Google now for jobs. Or hey, someone's a vet in my family. I'm going to tell them about this thing at Google that helps them search for jobs. Like I thought it was a really good marketing strategy from that standpoint.
2: I agree. And so, Joe, you you don't you clearly don't think that people are stupid like Chad does. So, Chad <laughs> has established that all humans not
1: not all are
2: dumb. You think they you think they would make the leap? They'd make the leap from veterans to jobs. And I, I, I agree with you. It was a beautiful. I'm pretty branding.
1: sure Chad's a cyborg. <laughs> So the fact that he's so anti people is makes a lot of sense. But I don't. I wasn't as angry about the survey as he was. He has some very passionate opinions. I have some questions about the survey for insight okay. from you, uh, which I guess we'll take a little break from from angry Chad. I was curious uh, why there was no Facebook or Craigslist uh, in the in the survey. Was that an other or was it even included in the options? Did was the question an open uh, open ended answer or do they have like options? You know, choose A for Indeed, choose B for Google, choose C for. I'm like, how how did that happen? Because I was kind of surprised Craigslist and or Facebook weren't represented.
2: The options are what you see in the results. So uh, other was an open text field, uh, and I I, I I don't I want to go back and look, but I think Craigslist came up a couple okay. of times uh, under other. Uh, I got a lot. There wasn't anything to. Statistic- Statistically, like that I could, I could hang a hat on. Like there were some niche job boards, like maybe one or two people use a to- like you know, plumber jobs and some you know like things that are just niche, super niche. A few people were like, you know, I used Indeed and nothing else. A few people said I used LinkedIn and nothing else. You know, things like that. Uh, but nothing that was overwhelming. Uh, but those were the options. Now, I I don't consider uh, Facebook um, a job board or a job search site, but I get I get why they may I mean uh, be valuable here. And Craigslist though. Uh, yeah, like I put zip recruiter in and I, I think the segment that zip goes after, um, I will be carrying this work forward uh, and you know I think it's a good point. I think I'll uh, I think Craigslist is a great ad and
1: Mark Zuckerberg came out pretty recently saying that one out of five users use their marketplace, uh, which includes jobs. It, inclu- it includes buying and selling stuff as well. But with a with as many people that use Facebook, I mean, one out of five is a lot of people. So I would have been curious and maybe future surveys, you can add Facebook because I'd be interested to see if that's, if that, if that's on the list. And I hear a lot of salespeople from vendors uh, of a lot of companies are talking about posting jobs on Facebook or how to get on Facebook. So uh, that's just my two cents on future surveys that you might do.
2: Yeah, that's good input and just so just for the sake of the conversation the talent board data included face they called out facebook on its own and it was you know it didn't perform it came you know below what is one two four six seventh on the list seventh or eighth underneath uh career builder and monster um and but it's up there at 16.8 percent. so uh it's it's definitely viable
1: that's that's no slouch right
2: yeah.
0: So yeah. we just, we actually earlier today got off the a pod with Josh Wright who's an economist over at ISIMS, right? So ISIMS is actually looking sure. at leveraging their data in a much better way to to in some cases help the BLS but also to help their clients. So I think when you're talking about yeah, there's aggregate data and it's hard to get around I think times are changing and we need to take a look at being able to, to create market differentiators for many of these platforms and the data is available and it's there. So Yes, I, I don't believe, and this comes back from my days and working with uh, RecruitSoft before it was Taleo, and we actually were testing some of our clients at direct employers, and uh, most of the drop downs uh, information that they received, which is pretty much like a survey when you're going through the the application process, uh, versus the actual referral codes that we received. Totally off. Totally bullshit. So it's just like I don't trust human beings to be able to do the, the, the drop down, the pick, and, and even remember – where they ate last, for goodness sakes, give me hard data. And I believe, I believe (laughs) that there are companies that are out there, there are RPOs, there are staffing companies, there are uh, obviously the ISOMs of the world, the the, um, CRMs and whatnot that want to really differentiate in the market. You could prospectively help them do that and do it with hard, real data. Chad, do you think
1: George's survey is just totally worthless? I
0: am not (laughs) a fan of using human engagement when it comes to this type of thing, when you know you have hard data, I mean that's the big difference. If you want to pull people on their favorite pizza, yes, because I can't find that information anywhere unless I go ahead and like mine their Facebook or some shit like that, right? But at the end of the day, if you can go get the data, go get the fucking data.
2: Yeah, but you're 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 awfully emotional about this. So let, let me let me just calm you down a little bit. I that I like that data is really able really to valuable.
0: provide good <laughs> solid evidence when people are making the choice because companies don't do that now. They do it off of what
2: what the recruiters are
0: telling them feels good. And it's all bullshit.
2: But here's, let let me point out uh, two things, right? First off, I agree. I come out of the industry and, uh, you know, you you know my history both on the practitioner side and the vendor side. I've seen a lot of this data. I, I, I can validate that when candidates go through the hiring process, they usually get their source wrong. I don't know. It's some very large percentage of the time. Now, but here's the deal. I'm not asking them, what did you use to get that job? Because candidates, Mm -hmm. the the way our market works, right? I I, let's... You like Google. I go to Google, I run a search. Google gives me the job on every single every single place it's located in the results. And then I pick one to drill in and I identify a lot of times I go right back to indeed because they're not that's not in the Google interface, but it's down yeah. in the top results. So I could end up on Indeed, and then I if I imply through Indeed or monster or whoever. um, I I think I found the job on Indeed because I don't associate back to Google, but I'm asking, what did you use and where did you start? It's a little different. The other thing is, how how is that aggregate data, if it's based on those humans identifying their source? I know you're saying there's also the passively collected data now. Mm -hmm. Um, I I, I just don't think, I, I hear you, and I would love to pull together some aggregate data and really add you know, really do some of that work, um, but but I'm I'm not sure that uh, for, in my experience, uh, most of these platforms they also have a hard time getting it right. I I, I don't think it's yeah, all yeah, yeah. pristine.
0: There's no, there's nothing that's perfect. I agree 100. But I would I would say that though the data in those platforms is much better than asking any any monkey on the street. Yeah. Okay.
2: Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. I'm going
1: to, I'm going to put Chad in time out for a second. <laughs> I'm going to ask uh, a couple of questions about the survey uh, that I hope are insightful and not aggressive at all. You mentioned in the survey that you were surprised that ZipRecruiter was, was so low. And I would agree with that, particularly with all the advertising that they do. What are your thoughts on why they came up so short in this survey? Uh,
2: well, I'd be curious to know your thoughts because you, you've, you spend a lot more time in this, in the job, uh, board sort of, you know, ecosystem out there, industry out there than I do. My, th- I, you know yeah it was it was a reaction of surprise based on um the 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 fact that they have spent so much on advertising and that anecdotally as i'm out doing uh and this 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 is not a big enough, you know, sample size, but I do, I've done these, I've done these, uh, no, I'm talking about these round tables that I do where Uh. anecdotally employers have said, you know, ZipRecruiter is actually doing a good job for me lately. And so I expected that to be reflected in the results. I thought that may be the surprise, like, look at them. And, And maybe this is them trending, you know, doing this. Continuing this work would start to show a trend line, and I, I'm curious about that. So, so I, I, my, my, in my gut, I feel like based on what I've heard, they're they're probably doing, uh, b- they're probably doing a little better than the numbers suggest. But uh, you know, I wouldn't, I didn't write that because I this will make Chad happy. I didn't have data about that. I just had <laughs> feelings.
1: About it. I mean, my my only guess would be that you know they brand themselves as, as sort of an hourly retail, you know, rest work restaurant service and maybe the people that were surveyed weren't in that demographic that would think about going to, going to zip recruiter but i know they're getting more in enterprise and more into you know jobs that we think about so as this thing goes on i assume zip will in, improve uh in terms of the number i just see the model being different, don't you guys? Maybe.
2: I don't know if in in the outside of our bubble, where we know so much about these brands and so much about what they do, uh, when I, again, anecdotally, as I, as I ask people what they're using, mm-hmm. uh, Indeed comes up a lot. Indeed comes up a lot. And these aren't active job seekers. These are people who, yeah, I went and looked on Indeed. I was curious. Yeah, so I went and looked on Indeed. That's a passive, that's a definition of a passive job seeker. Um, right. If there is one. And if there is a passive job seeker mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. But it's, it's so I I... I I think Indeed has a hell of a brand uh, that Google helped them build. Yeah, and uh, uh, and I and I think Zip is being generous. Yeah, I think I think uh, conservative. Yeah, on their backs, on their backs. Yeah, I get it. But Zip Zip is a. I my sense is they're improving. When I hear their ads now um, on satellite radio every ten minutes. It's about, it's about employers and about technology and about matching. And, um, and, and I've got to think that's going to break through to a a potentially more sophisticated buyer.
1: So last question, we'll get into some of the money uh, news and what's going on there. You were partly for clickbait and getting attention, but you were fairly tough on Google um, as a, as a job resource. And I would throw in there as, as devil's advocate, uh, indeed has been around for 15 years, Google for jobs less than two. Or let's just call it two. Yeah, you know they had the the least relevant job results. I I tend to think that it's going to get a lot better pretty quickly because they're Google. Although you were sort of rough on them in the survey, would you at least admit like, yeah, for a two year old solution, like they're pretty good or no?
2: They have the Google brand, which is not a job search brand, and I think so. They by doing anything focused on this space, they have they've they have had a the impact they've had even if you were to say this survey was gospel which i i say it's a it's a point in time i'm shining a light on a data point right now but that being said if they focus and are are committed to improving their experience and if they spend money on marketing this thing um, beyond the brand piece we saw in the super bowl but really you know really Really consistent marketing, yeah. There's no question that the the tables will tilt um, because they're Google. Yes, no no question.
1: I mean, for me and I, I've done you know I've been a Google guy for a long time and and doing SEO and, and whatnot. And their their mo is not really to advertise unless it's something huge, right? Like Android phone or something really significant. So to me, like for them to drop a Super Bowl ad on searching a job says that they're serious It says that to me too, you know, in five, six, seven, ten 10 years in this survey, they're going to come out a lot better than they are today. Yeah.
0: Well, they also have to take a look at their brand because it's getting demolished in Europe. And then the, the actual uh, lawsuits that are happening here, I think one was just dropped by the, the federal government. So, I mean, there's, there's that whole brand re- rejuvenation that has to happen, not to mention kind of reaching down and making everybody feel good. I mean, helping veterans get jobs. I mean, who's not going to be happy about that obviously the veterans are but everybody's going to be happy right. about that so i mean it is it's a good good play from a pr standpoint not to mention as you said before to try to lightly roll out uh, google for jobs hey you can find a job here too
2: yeah i don't disagree with any any of that and i, I love what they did for for veterans and the message Uh, overall, they've got a big brand issue right now, you know, and so many, those employee, the employee walkout that happened, you know, there's all sorts of the privacy stuff, uh, you know all of that. You know testifying in front of Congress, all that stuff. They, they've got. They, they need people uh, believing that Google cares. Um, and you know, jobs would be a is overall is a good way uh, if if they can be more effective in connecting people to jobs um, for both the their the people who do advertise on Google the employers yeah and the the uh, consumers. That's a great. That's a great thing. Um, I hope they do more. I hope they do more. But, you know, there have been some of these bigger vendors that or bigger companies, um, like Salesforce has been rattling their saber all around our space for years, have little impacts. Nothing happens. But they disappoint me.
1: <laughs> George, you got kind of mad there for a second. Disappointment in Salesforce. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till Slack introduces job postings and you can get excited. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Slack's—they're yeah, they're, going to go public now. I'm—I'm—they've uh, got what, tens of millions of active users. Yep. They're—they're—they're they're, they're really interesting and one of the ecosystems HR tech needs to be more tied into. There's a lot that's tied in there now, but that's where people work. A lot of people. I
1: think can. Chad and I would agree with you on that. Yeah. Hey, we agree on something, everybody. Right. That's cool. All right, that's sweet.
2: Let's talk Aww. about money. Okay.
1: It's a uh, billion dollars. You said more money flowing in. Uh, is it going to continue? When's the recession going to hit so I can sell all my <laughs> shares and in, in, uh, in Slack when they after they go public? Like what do you what are you seeing and what do you have to report?
2: So money uh, in 2018, we saw f- uh, just over four billion in um, in VC in 2018. That's just almost four times as much as we saw in 2017 or that, that I saw that I I'm able to track. And I, I don't know of a better list. Um, the, uh, it's, it's an incredible amount of money, and the big standout, just like it was last year, but even more so this year, are the job boards. Uh, job boards, marketplaces—they um, saw what, it was like nine hundred sixty million, which is almost as much as we did in two thousand seventeen across all the categories in HR. Wow! Um, yeah, just crazy crazy and it's um uh it's everything right it's it's the uh the niche boards it's it's small investments in niche boards and it's big investments in um in uh, you know like uh contingent workforce plays and uh providing additional services so that that's the standout you know the the, uh, the others are kind of predictable like around the payroll market and in yeah. other areas uh, yeah. platforms and such uh but the job board stuff is is is, is nuts and zip was one of them 156 million went to zip. And then there's a Chinese job board who they call themselves the LinkedIn of China. My, My 200 million. What
1: niches uh, are you seeing that are, that are heating up? We've talked about obviously marijuana heating up in the job board space, but what other segments or locations, industries are you seeing getting a lot of attention?
2: You had an opportunity there, like to talk about like firing up the, the cannabis market, firing up and you chose heat that. That's it. You blew that. You see like, what I did there? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh I so I'm I'm seeing stuff across the board. I'm I'm seeing a lot of uh, a lot of focus though on I don't know if it's a niche but the uh the what we used to call uh blue collar um so you know non white collar is yes. the term now so i am mm-hmm. seeing a lot of that. Um I'm seeing um I'm, I continue to see any freelancer or you know gig or contingent uh play gets Seems like if, 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 if you can hit one of those buzzwords, um, and call yourself a marketplace. Somebody's going to write you a check and see how far you can go.
1: There's some AI and uh, big <laughs> data in yeah. there. Some yeah. Blockchain. Yeah. Some blockchain. Blockchain. Blockchain, crypto. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, Ultimate Software, as you saw, I'm sure, uh, just went, you know, was public, went private, uh, with a, yep. a sold for $11 billion. What What do you think that means for the, the HR tech uh, competitors out there?
2: Uh, yeah. I was on their analyst call yesterday and, um, you know, they can't say much. It's, you know, business as usual. And, and, um, and, and in a lot of ways, it, it will be the the one thing they said that that struck me though is the their motivation for doing this was to get out of the you know uh, the quarterly micros- microscope that Wall Street brings and to be able to make um, you know investments in their um, R and D and in their go to market that were better for customers long term um, and might not appease Wall Street you know and with a short term lens so that would say if if that's accurate if if uh i would say that um it means you'll start to see them come out with um uh more innovative stuff faster so they they're doing a lot with ai and and uh, uh predictive analytics and and um uh, things in, in that whole Space and I, I think you'd see more of that hit their roadmap faster. I think you'll see um, uh, them get into the global market uh, potentially more aggressively. Uh, nothing about the deal smells bad to me. The, the, this uh, private equity firm also has Kronos uh, in their, uh, in their portfolio. And Kronos also went from public to private years ago and Kronos, uh, continues to execute and the founders still there. And, um, you know, they they, they, it was, seems to, from the outside looking in, it looks like to have, to have been a good move for them. So I would, I would guess it's a patient source of capital and, um, you know, we'll probably see, see, uh, Ultimate, um, you know, be a little bit more competitive up in the enterprise against Workday, which is where they've been headed for a while. So
0: much different, much different than the uh, Apollo acquisition that we saw with Career Builder, because they've obviously been uh, working much differently. <laughs>
1: Any uh any other IPOs on the horizon that might surprise us, George?
2: Uh, I, I don't have any IPOs, but I will I I will tell any you guesses? Uh, any guesses. Any uh, guesses? No, but here's what I do have for you. Uh, <laughs> watch watch your PR feed for about uh, five or six new acquisitions and private equity deals. I would say happening rapid fire um, in our space. Very soon. I can't really, I, you know, I can't get into, you know, who, but you're going to see sh- us.
1: <laughs> we want data here, George. I
2: know, I know, but I can't, I can't, you know, I've been sworn to secrecy okay.
1: and. Uh, you could have at least thrown out an, an iSims or Intello with a guess of who'd go public, but you got nothing, huh? On the
2: on the public front. Um, I Well, iSims just got just. They just had their P.E. deal I last mean, year. I mean, ZipRecruiter,
1: they got to go public soon, right?
2: Yeah, uh, may, maybe. I don't know. I, I'm not Say, seeing this. Just,
1: just with the amount of money they've gotten, what else are they going to do?
2: But they just got it. They just got. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so you got to give them time,
1: Joel. But you you know, got to give them time. I didn't say in the next thirty days. You I was and just your saying instant like, hey. gratification,
0: Joel.
2: Oh, oh, you want?
1: I'm just gonna have to nail my predictions again for another year, <laughs> basically.
2: So you, you asked me about you know uh, predictions about who's gonna go public. I thought you meant like you know watch like oh yeah in the next what like twelve to twenty four months. Sure, I think you you hit on a couple of um, a couple of good players that that could could end up. We don't. Who, who else is there? Um, that isn't already public, that's got like a platform play um, that's, you know, a hundred million in revenue or more. Is there, is there, you know, you you might see some of these middle market vendors, like, you know, on the HR side, like the Namelys or someone get from where they are today in the next, you know, two years um, and make a play like a Gusto or someone like Gusto or Namely or someone like that. But uh, yeah, I, I don't, I I don't see anybody imminent. Sorry.
1: That's okay. (laughs) I ask the questions. You give the answers. That's how the show works. All right. Any thoughts on Dice? They weren't in your survey either. Were they? Were they in the other category? Uh, they
2: didn't
0: come up. Imagine that. Dice not coming up anymore.
1: Shocking. Because they suck.
0: <laughs> Shall we play <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, that was a live look at their uh, innovation lab. Some new, some new tech they've come up with. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> I think that's all we got, George. We appreciate your time, man. Thanks for uh, defending your shit, coming on the show like a big boy and uh, putting up with us.
2: Well, hey, thanks for having me here. This is, it's always fun and uh, I'm always happy to stand next to my work and talk about it.
1: So any of our listeners want to know more about you? Where should they go? What should they read?
2: Go to hrwins.com and you'll see, you know, all the latest uh, reports right there and uh, and an easy way to jump in by category and get to anything that interests you about HR tech or investment in HR tech. We love you, George. Thanks, George. We out. Love you guys.
0: Hi, I'm Tristan. Thanks for listening to my stepdad, the Chad and his goofy friend, Cheese. You've been listening to the Chad and Cheese podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on all the knowledge dropping that's happening up in here. They made
2: me say that.
0: The most important part is to check out our sponsors because I need new track spikes. You know, the expensive shiny gold pair that are extra because, well, I'm extra. For more, visit
2: chatcheese.com. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform